0: Amen. Can we give God a great big hand of praise this morning? Come on, let's bless the name of the Lord. Come on, let's bless the name of the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Anybody rejoicing? Anybody exceedingly glad? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Why? Because God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. It's so good to see each of you my father's children. We bless God for this day that the Lord has given unto us. Another day where He's given us to come together and worship his holy name. And we thank God that the church is coming back together again. Amen. Amen. We're looking good. Amen. 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 We're, we're approaching. Looks like we're getting close to maybe 50% of us. Amen. So I thank God for the For the ones who are here and for those of you who are worshiping online, we thank God for you, for your presence. Go ahead and share this with your neighbor and your friends online and let them know that you're watching and worshiping with K Chapel online and you're inviting your neighbor's friends and family to do the same. Can we pray together, beloved? Eternal God, our Father, how grateful and how thankful we are for this day. Indeed, you are an awesome God. You've been so good to us. We cannot begin to say thank you enough. But Lord, we say thank you as best we can. God, for every blessing, for every victory. (laughs) Oh God, but we've grown enough to know that we ought to say thank you even for our mountains, thank you for our challenges. Because, Lord, if we were never sick, we wouldn't know you to be a physician. If we were never down, we wouldn't know you could lift us up. If we didn't ever have any enemies, we wouldn't know that you were more than able to conquer everything before us. And so, God, thank you for the good days. Thank you. Thank you for the bad days. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for the sun and thank you for the rain. Thank you for when we're up and thank you for when we're down because we've learned in all things to be content and say thank you, Lord. God, now for this worship service, we invite you and say to you, God, have your way. Move in this sanctuary. Move in our hearts, oh God. Speak a word of life unto us. So that when we leave here, we won't leave the way we came. God, the reality is some of us came with burdens, my, my, my. but we want to leave delivered. Yes, yes. We came with our heads down, but we want to leave here with our heads lifted up. Yes, sir. And so God, with all that we have, we're going to praise you, oh God. Oh, yes. We're going to worship you and we're going to magnify you. We're going to give you the glory that's due your name. And we're going to glorify you not when the battle is over. But God, we're going to glorify you right now. We're going to give you worship right now. We're going to give you praise right now. For we believe it to be done right now. In Jesus' name. So we say thank you. We say glory. We say hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God in the highest. God be glorified in this place. God, be magnified in this place. And when it's all said and done, we pray that we will have been edified, you will have been glorified, and that mean old devil would be horrified. In Jesus' name. And for his sake we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come on, let's bless the Lord one more time amen amen we thank god for these musicians and for these voices who are here we're just going to worship the lord this morning believing that god made us yeah and he didn't make any junk amen he didn't make no a mistake when he made us who we are and we're going to glorify god in that in him making us oh yes we're going to give him glory this morning
1: It's alright to put your hands together in here. Here we go. Because
2: took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. The word of God for the people. God, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and walking with us and keeping us in our right mind, Heavenly Father. Thanks for traveling grace to this appointed place and time. Thanks for watching over us all week long, protecting us from seen as well as unseen dangers. For that, we say thank you. Thank you. Heavenly Father, it's just good to be able to talk with you one more time. Yes. Thank you, gracious Father, for making yourself available anytime and anywhere. Yes. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. Yes. When there were times we just couldn't find our way, but you were there. When trouble was all around us, you were there. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. Gracious Father, I pray for healing for those in the hospitals and nursing homes. Comfort for their loved ones that are praying and standing by them. Gracious Father, touch their situation so they will know you are still in charge. Heavenly Father, I ask a special prayer for all the first responders. I ask that you keep them safely in the palm of your hand as they put themselves in harm's way for us. Gracious Father, ground us more in your word let your word be our answer, and we'll be careful to give you the praise and glory. Heavenly Father, thank you for K Chapel. I pray that you touch each one of us, that we might be the followers and doers of your holy word. I pray for the pastor as he brings the word and all that's receiving it. For as in your precious son, Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. Amen. We do thank God for the presence of our first responders here this morning. Amen. Can we just celebrate them this morning? All of our first responders. God bless you. We thank God for you. Thank God for your service. We're going to hear more about them in this service and honor them later in in this worship service. I'm so glad that when we're in trouble, we got some folk we can call. Y'all didn't hear me. I'm I'm glad that when we dial 911... Somebody answers and gets us connected, and whether we need fire or police or or AMR, that you all come to our service, Amen. But I'm also glad we got somebody else we can call, and I feel like having a little church, Pat. Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus is on the main.
1: Tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. You just throw him up and I you want. Y'all you? all come on and go with me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus is on the main Tell him what you want.
0: I can call him in the midnight hours and he'll pick up. I can call him when I can't call nobody else. And he's always there. Amen. 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 God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Listen, we want to remind you just of a few things. We will have our mid-year church business meeting on April 21st. 6 p.m. We're inviting all of our members to come out and share with us. We have just a little bit of business we want to share with you. Nothing uh, major going on, but it's the middle of the year, and we just need to give you an update and report on how things are going. And let me just give you a nutshell things are going well. Amen. Things are going well. And we're just going to celebrate the goodness of the Lord together. So, again, that is April 21st uh, at 6 p.m. We invite all of our members to come out. Uh, and share with us also we do want to let you know a very special date uh in my life but in your life as well because i'm your pastor amen 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 Amen. but i'm also serving as president of our general missionary baptist state convention of mississippi Amen. amen And in July, July 17th, exactly, Sunday, July 17th, will be the inauguration of your pastor as president of the State Convention of Mississippi. Amen. Amen. So we invite you to come and share with us during that occasion. It will be at Thalia downtown uh, at 6 p.m. And so we invite all of our members to be a part of that great uh, that great celebration, it will be a great celebration. And We thank God for what he's already done, what he is doing through our leadership and our team, our administration. God is doing some great things in the state of Mississippi through General Missionary Baptist, and we're just gonna have a grand time all that week. So Sunday, July 17th, We want you, I want you as your pastor to be a part of that very special date with us. Amen. we got some other announcements with our Nate Ruffin. Brother Sims, won't you come now and give us some instructions about what we can anticipate in the week ahead. Good
3: Good morning. On April 16th, which is Saturday, at 7.30, we will kick off our Nate Ruffin 5K run. This 5K run is to help with the finances for our scholarship. Would all the Nate Ruffin board members please stand? You can contact any member of the Nate Ruffin Scholarship Board. There are brochures in the back as you leave so that you can participate. We're trying to reach our pre-pandemic numbers. We're a little bit lagging in that, but we know if we make the announcement, you will respond. So we're in prayer that you would give us uh, your best effort so that we can provide the scholarships needed to our students. And these students who are in Jackson Public Schools, who live in the Vernon Edition area, and also who are members of Case Chapel Church, those are the people who qualify for this scholarship. So help us put our best foot forward in supporting this 5K role. Thank you.
4: Good morning again. It's time now for us to worship through our giving. Those of you who are worshiping by way of live stream as well as you that are here, we give at K Chapel because it is part of worship. You can give by way of the K Chapel app. You can do it by way of the number that you see on the screen, those of you that are at home. And then you can bring your your tithes and offering here to the church and put them through the mail slot at the office. And just remember that you cannot be God giving. I don't care how you try because all we're doing is just giving him part of what he has blessed us with. The choir is coming now.
1: came to praise him this morning did y'all come to praise him To praise him, (laughs) y'all.
2: That we receive, Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless these gifts in a mighty way and they be used for the pleasing of your son in your sight, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those who gave and I ask a special blessing for those who had a desire to give but had not. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I pray that you continue to bless K chapter Bill Giving Church, Heavenly Father, and we'll be careful to get honor and praise for us in your precious son, Jesus' name. We pray,
5: Amen. Amen. Good morning, Kate Chapel. Again, it's time that you receive notices on where you can serve by ministering one to another this week. This past week, we lost one of our own, Sister Edith Carter. The funeral for Sister Carter is set for Saturday, April 16th, here at Kate Chapel at 11 o'clock a.m. Sister Cora Lee Butler lost her daughter, Sister Janet Butler White. The funeral for Sister White will be held here at Kate Chapel on Wednesday, April 13th at 11 o'clock a.m. Sister Catherine Kilpatrick lost her aunt, Sister Charlene Smith. The arrangements are incomplete at this time and will be shared with you as they are made known to us. The funeral for Brother Claude Joseph Dunn the brother of Reverend Louis J. Dunn, will be held on Saturday, April 16th in Cleveland, Ohio. Brother Charles Hodge was in the hospital and is now recovering at home. Sister Robbie Singleton is continuing to ask for your prayers and continue to keep uh, keep Sister Emma Pearl Jones and her family in your prayers. And as I always say, and you should know that by now, pray when you can, visit where you can and each day thank God that you can
0: Amen. can we say amen again we certainly thank God for those who have been lifted up we ask that you continue to uh, encourage one another be a blessing to each other as we pray one for another you you heard mention that uh, Reverend Dunn's uh, brother will be funeralized later this week Reverend Dunn is here Amen. Reverend Dunn, good to see you this morning. Amen. God bless you. Reverend Dunn, come on up. Come on up for just a second, because I know you had something on your heart that you want to share. I want to give you a chance to do that as well, but you all be in prayer for him. Amen.
6: Good morning, Katie Chapel. Good morning. As already been said, you already know that my family and I have been having to deal with the sudden death of our baby brother in Cleveland, Ohio, it was a shocking. I say that to say this. A few days ago, I got a call from our dear pastor, offering his condolences, love, prayer, and support. He called to ask to see how I was doing. I told him, under the circumstances, we're doing okay. But I must tell you that Cade Chapel really show up, show out. They went way overboard more than they called a call the duty to come and support us during these trying times. We just want to thank you right now for our for our letters, uh, calls, telephone calls, commitments, prayers and support. Now when I told the pastor this he made a very touching, touching statement. He said, and I quote Reverend Dunn, you have been there for us, and now we are here for you. That's all right. All right. That's touching. That's all right. Yeah. Not only was it touching, it's sentimental and emotional. So, K Chapel, we thank you from the bottom of our heart for being with us, supporting us in our family. May God continue to bless you, keep you, and keep you in our prayers. Thank you, God bless you.
5: I have one uh, correction to make. I just received a text stating that it was not Sister Catherine Kilpatrick's aunt It was her sister. It is the aunt of Cynthia Buchanan. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, let the church say amen. Listen, we are so excited to have our first responders here with us on this morning. Amen. Can we celebrate them once again? Amen. Amen. Fire department is here. JPD is here. AMR is here. Hines County Sheriff's Department is here anybody else anybody else amen listen you know what we do every we do this every year but for the last two years we have not been able to do this because of the pandemic but we always have a time when we come uh, and invite uh those who serve uh, our community serve the county serve the city uh by by way of just giving of themselves and i know you all are frontline workers that these are frontline people y'all when we're in trouble they respond when, when we're running away from stuff, they're running towards stuff. And so we wanna honor you and respect you and thank God for you. Uh, this is our volunteer appreciation month and I'm gonna ask Mr. Coleman if she'll come now and lead us in this appreciation moment as, as we appreciate our first responders.
7: Good morning to the men and women who leave their families and homes each day, not knowing who or what you will encounter and not knowing if you will make it back home again. We pause this morning just to say thank you. The Armor of God Award, Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Present it to American Medical Response, Jim Pollard, would you come please, and your workers, Pastor Buckley. Amen. All of the plaques read the same. Presented to Jackson Fire Department. Willie Owens, Chief. And he brought uh, he brought his whole crew with them this morning. Would you all please stand? Come on down so we can get one group picture right quick. Amen. to Hans County Sheriff Department, Terry Jones Sheriff. to Jackson Police Department, James Davis Chief.
0: on one more time for all of our first responders. Let's hear it for them. Thank you so much for your service, your selflessness, your sacrifice. We honor you and we salute you for all that you mean to the city of Jackson and the residents thereof. Very good. Let me just say K Chapel is the safest place you can be right now amen I'm just saying it's the safest place but but I know this from experience that if they get a call during this service they are leaving on the spot because it has happened before amen and so we thank God for them and for their willingness to come and be a part of this service amen God bless you and God keep you as our prayer. We got one more selection and then we'll get into the word of God. Let me also thank visitors who are with us. We got some special guests with us on this morning, Dr. Amy Nunn, uh, who is, amen, God bless you. Dr. Nunn is a professor at Brown University uh, in Providence, Rhode Island. She's got her team here. They're part of Mississippi Faith in Action. Amen. We thank God for them. They do incredible work here in the city of Jackson uh, with HIV, AIDS prevention, and we thank God for you all taking our time and sharing with us on this morning uh, for the Lord's Day. been in any trouble but for a few of us who've been in some trouble and we need to be hidden we need to be covered we need to be kept all the folk who ever been kept by the Lord I wish y'all would just say something I'm I'm glad that he's a god who will hide Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. 12 and 13 reads as follows. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject this morning, a different kind of king. A different kind of king. Most everybody I know loves a parade the bands the floats the first responders with their fire engines and sirens and sometimes you all come riding in on your horses and we love parades people are tossing goodies whether it's candy or if you're in new orleans I'll leave that alone. (laughs) A parade. A celebratory event that highlights some special moment, some special person, or some special season. Such is the case this morning when in scripture we see what is referred to as the triumphal entry. But this was a different kind of parade. See, because most parades are planned months, if not years in advance. But this was not a pre-planned parade. The disciples had not organized this event, even though it had been prophesied by Old Testament prophets. No city permits had been pulled, even though it had been providentially approved by the sovereign father. No public address systems had been set up to amplify the sound, but rocks were situated along the route and were ready to cry out at a moment's notice. No control barriers or guards had been put in place to contain the crowd, though a cloud of witnesses in heaven were on hand to give their approval. No parade route had been marked. Nothing had been done to announce this parade to the community. So there were no participating groups that had been confirmed. In fact, there was only one entry in this parade. Nothing preceded him. Nothing followed him. Just Jesus on a donkey. And when he came, the parade began. When he left, the parade ended. Which really indicates what scripture defines about Jesus being Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. Before him there is none, and after him there shall be no other. Jesus is entering into Jerusalem and people begin to gather around. John's gospel suggests that some had in fact gotten wind that Jesus was in town for the Passover but this organic celebration begins to just grow. Crowds swell as people gather together, some to see what might happen and others with the intent and purpose to inaugurate Jesus as their king. You got to understand, Jesus was not impressed, nor was he moved by crowds. Jesus had dealt with crowds. The gathering of a large crowd did not move Christ. Jesus had watched 5,000 that he ministered to turn into a few hundred. So he knew both the fickleness and of the funniness of a crowd. As long as you're feeding them and giving them what they want, a crowd will stay with you. But let the food run out. Wish I would talk to me in here. Let, let the focus shift. Let an unpopular agenda be announced and watch what happens to your crowd. That's one reason, my brothers and sisters, you need to be sure that your life and your life decisions are not driven by the approval or the affirmation of a crowd. Wish I had a witness in here especially a crowd of people who are not invested in you, a crowd of people who don't really know you, a crowd of people who only take from you but never pour into you. If you are not careful, you'll get caught up in the approval and the applause and the affirmation of the crowd and the crowd will make you do things that God has not called you to do. Crowds will make you chase things that God has not given to you. Crowds will make you want things that the Lord has not put into your heart. Crowds will make you like things that don't even fit you or your personality. Be careful of the crowds. Jesus understood crowds could be fake, fickle, and funny. So the gathering of the crowd did not phase Jesus. But perhaps what they said did. In this makeshift organic parade, somebody started shouting,
3: Hosanna.
0: Hosanna. And you know how it is with a crowd. If something gets lifted up and it sounds good, a crowd will just pick it up. Before you know it, a chant. I wish y'all would come on and talk to me here. you. A chant or a cheer will start just by some long voice crying. Somebody started saying Hosanna and the crowd caught it and lifted it up. And before you knew it, the whole crowd was crying Hosanna. But what you must remember, my brothers and sisters, is that Hosanna is not a title. Hosanna is not a name. Hosanna is not a noun. Hosanna is an action word. It literally means save us. So this organic parade that materializes starts this chant that turns into a cry.
3: Save us.
0: And even though Jesus is not moved by the size of the crowd, I would have to imagine that there's something about what was said that got his attention. Can you imagine what Jesus is feeling as he is entering a city that he loves, looking at people whom he loves, and they are looking at him and crying to him saying, Save us. first responders save us can you imagine the pressure that he must have felt when people looked at him who were under Roman oppression and they looked with tears in their eyes crying to him save us can you imagine the weight on his heart when they saw, when he saw older mothers and fathers with children in their arms lifting them up as he rode by and them crying out to him, Save us. It cannot be unlike the pressure Zelensky feels. When he walks through his torn, war-torn country and sees dead bodies strewn on the ground and hears the silent tears of mothers and fathers and even children whose homes have been bombed crying, save us. Save us from this unprovoked attack. Save us from this Russian aggression. Save us from this hostile behavior. Save us from these atrocities and this unhinged dictator who wants our land and is killing us and our people for no reason. Save us. They cried to Jesus. Save us from Rome. Save us from Caesar. Save us from this unjust oppression. Save us from this military force that has taken over our country. Save us from this political power that has stripped us of our nationhood. Save us. And then they said something that capstone their cry. They called him King of Israel. They called him king all of his life all of his ministry there was a question about who Jesus was some called him the carpenter son. Some called him Mary's baby. Jesus put the question to his disciples one day saying, whom do men say that I am? And they responded, some say you're Moses. Some say you're Elijah. Some say you're one of the prophets. So all of his ministry, all of his life, there were questions about who Jesus is. But now, on this day of the triumphant entry, they look at him and call him king. king of Israel. Now can you imagine now the pressure that Jesus is feeling to be unknown most of his life and misunderstood the remainder of it but now they're calling him king and here my brothers and is when and where you have to know who you are and what you've been called to do because again a crowd will push you to do what you haven't been called to do Even though Jesus understood their cry and sympathized with their cry, he had to be sure of himself and sure of his calling and sure of his relationship with God that he could hear their cries and yet correctly interpret and filter them without them making him do something he hadn't been called to do. It would have been easy to get caught up in the emotion. You watching your people day in and day out be oppressed, it would have been easy to get caught up in the emotion. You're watching your elders be disrespected by young Roman soldiers, it would have been easy to get caught up in the emotion. You're watching the dreams of your people crushed under the foot of the occupying force, it would have been easy to get caught up in the emotion. And it would have been easy to get caught up in the fact that finally after being unknown and misunderstood that finally you're getting some attention, finally some affirmation, and finally some applause. It's tempting. And affirmation and applause can be intoxicating. That's why some of us post so much on social media because Affirmation, applause, likes, reposts can be intoxicating. So much so that you get mad when folk don't say nothing. You go unfriending folk when they stop commenting on your posts. Wish I had a witness in here. It can be intoxicating, but Jesus knew who he was and he knew that he was a different kind of king. He knew that his was a different mission. My brothers and sisters, it can be hard being different. In a world that tempts us to conform, it can be hard being different. As believers, as Christians, it can be hard being different. Young people who are going to school every day and and they don't share, your peers don't share your faith. It can be hard being different. We post on social media all of the stuff that makes us look like we're the same. And so we post when we go on great vacations, but we don't post when we ain't got no money. And most of us know what it feels like not to have. But we only post the stuff, watch this, y'all, the stuff, watch this, that's filtered. Y'all know what a filter is, don't you? The filter is the thing that you put on your camera or you do what you, after you take a picture and, and you take out all the blemishes and all the marks and suddenly you look like a glamour star. You know what I'm talking about. You, 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 you don't want that unfiltered picture going out. You, you don't want that raw thing going out. But my brothers and sisters, I promise you today, we need more raw stories. We need more real stories. We need more things that we can identify with. And my brothers and sisters, my sisters and brothers, my children, young people who are here, I need to tell you this, don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to be different. Maya Angelou said this. She said, if you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. If you're always trying to be normal, if you're always trying to fit in, if you're always trying to be a part of it, you'll never know what's truly unique and amazing about you jesus knows he's come to be a different kind of king different kind of king not a king who would save israel politically but a king who would redeem the world spiritually not a king to overthrow the roman government but a king to overthrow the kingdom of satan not a king to deliver the jews but a king to set humanity free from the bondage of sin he was a different kind of king and the reason we know he was a different kind of king Three reasons, and I'm done. They're quick, so be be ready to write quick. Here they are. Here they are, and I'm through. Here they are. We know he was different because this king was born in humility. He was born in humility. This king was not born like other royalty. He, he, He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth he was not born with a crown on his head he was not born in a palace but rather he was wrapped in swaddling clothes laying in a manger because there was no room for him or his family in the end he was born in humility but my brothers and sisters the humility in which he was born did not keep him from becoming who God had ordained him to be I need to look at some young person this morning and tell you don't let where you're born or how you're born or the situation in which you're born define what your future Is going to be Don't let how you come up Be the end of your story Let it be just the beginning You might be born without But let the end of your story be I will be born with I will end with He was born Not in a palace But in poverty He grew up in humility His father was a tradesman His mother was a keeper of the house But he was still a king don't let anybody tell you what you're not. God made us. He made us who we are. He taught us about His kingdom, saying that we all could be great. For He says, Who he would be great in the kingdom, let him first be, watch this, your servant. He who would be great, let him be those who would respond to the needs of others. He who would be great, let them not be concerned about who knows their name, but rather let them be concerned about making sure that the needs of others go before their own needs. He who would be great must be first a servant. He was born in humility. But then secondly, he was a different kind of king because he was crowned in agony. He was crowned in agony. It was just a few days after this great parade, after this great processional that they laid the palm branches before him, that they later crowned him. But it was not a crown of gold and a crown of jewels, but it was a crown of thorns. He was crowned in agony. It was a crown not of honor, but dishonor. For the cheers from earlier that week by Friday had turned into jeers of crucify him. When he was not the king they wanted him to be, they turned on him. When he did not fight against Rome, they turned on him. When they understood that his interest was not political but spiritual, they turned on him. I need you to understand this morning, there are some folk who might applaud you today. Might pat you on the back right now might smile in your face but don't be surprised if when you show your own mind and show your own intellect and, sh- and have your own voice that they turn on you. They turned on him and put a crown of dishonor on his head. They found out that Jesus wasn't coming to destroy Rome. The cheers turned into jeers. And they crowned him with a crown of thorns, pushed that crown of briars upon his head until it drew blood and made a mockery of him because he was a different kind of king. Thirdly, and I'm through. Thirdly, I'm through. We know he was a different kind of king because thirdly, thirdly, he was raised in glory. Now listen, I can't give you the whole story because it's Palm Sunday and I need you to come back next Sunday. but. Yeah, but 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 I do I do need to give you just a preview and let you know that this king though he was crowned in agony that he did not go out in defeat this king though crowned with thorns did not finish in shame he was raised in glory after they mocked him after they beat him after they whipped him after they stripped him of his clothes after they marched him up Golgotha's hill after they made him carry a cross after they nailed him to that cross after they pierced him in the side after he hung there hour after hour after he cried my God my God why has thou forsaken me after he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders after they placed him in a bar after he stayed there Friday night stayed there Saturday stayed there Saturday night come back next Sunday and I'll tell you what he did I'll tell you what he did but somebody knows somebody already knows what he did Sunday morning I feel it in my bones and in my spirit and I'm an old Baptist preacher so I just got to cry one time early early Sunday morning raised in glory early he got up he was raised in glory because he was a different kind of king a different kind of king oh my god I don't know what kind of king he is to you but he's a king who saves oh yes he's a king who saves he's a king my brothers and sisters who saves He saves the uttermost to the guttermost. He saves. There's an old preacher named S.M. Lockridge who wrote about Jesus as king one day. And he described him in this way saying, my king is a king of knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. The roadway to righteousness. The highway to holiness. That's my king. He's the gateway to glory, the master of the mighty, the captain of the conquerors, the head of the heroes. That's my king. He said he's the leader of the legislators. He's the overseer of the overcomers. He's the governor of the governors, the prince of princes, king of kings, lords of lords. That's my king. He says the heavens cannot contain him. Man can't explain him. You can't outlive him, but you can't live without him. That's my king. Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault with him. The witnesses couldn't get their testimonies to agree about him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him. The grave couldn't hold him. That's my king. That's what Lachrith said. But I got a little poet in me, too. So I say this about him He's the beat of my heart, He's the answer to my questions. He's the solution to all my problems. That's my king. He's the algorithm that runs my life's operations. He wakes me with his sunshine, quiets me in his nighttime. He's my king. He's the lifter of my head, the dryer of my tears, the sustainer of my life. He's the supplier of my needs, that's my king. He's the comforter of my fears, the consoler of my hurts, the author of my life, the finisher of my hope, that's my king. He helps me when I hurt, he lifts me when I'm down, he visits me when I'm lonely, he talks to me when I call him, that's my king. He's the biggest of the baddest. He's the greatest of the greatest. He's the baddest of the baddest. He's the strongest of the strongest. He's wiser than the wisest. He's higher than the highest. That's my king. That's my king. And I pray that he's your king. I pray that he's your king. Because Jesus saved. That's the good news, y'all. I'm done. Jesus saves. And he'll save you whatever you're going through. If you cry out, save me, somebody knows he'll come and see about you. I don't care how dark the night is, he'll come and make a night visit. I don't care how long the night gets, he'll come and see about you. I don't care who the enemy is, he'll come and fight for you. Save us. Jesus saves Jesus saves
1: I heard the joyful sound Jesus saves Jesus saves spread the tide saves Jesus saves I heard the joyful sound Jesus saves, Jesus saves To the utmost, Jesus saves To the utmost, Jesus saves
0: from he will save here's what I know for sure none of us can save ourselves all of us need a savior yeah all of us need a savior and if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your savior can know him this morning. You can do that this morning. So there are two things we need to do. Two things we need to do. Ministers, if you will get in place. New members, if you will get in place. There are two appeals. One is appeal for prayer. If there's anyone here who just needs prayer. Needs a saving prayer. A prayer to be saved from something that you're going through, something you're dealing with. Whether that's sickness, divorce, grief, sorrow of any kind, Jesus saves. So if you're in need of prayer, if you want the church to be praying for you, I want you to come and be with these ministers. They're going to take you to our prayer rooms in the back. And pray with you, pray for you, pray a prayer of deliverance, a prayer of redemption. And whatever you're going through, that we would do just like Peter did. When he was walking on the water and began to sink, he simply cried out, Lord, save me. Sometimes we can feel like we're sinking. But that's good news that if we just cry out, Lord, save me, that he will do just that. Our ministers are here, whoever needs prayer, whoever is seeking prayer this morning, if you'll come now, if you'll come now, go with our ministers, they will go with you and lead you in prayer this morning. Second appeal is for those of you who don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, he is not the King of your heart, the King of your life, you have not made him king, you have not been saved, I want you to stand to your feet right now. If you don't know Jesus Christ, or, or watch this. Or if you're ready to join K-Chapel. If you're ready to make this your church home. Some of you have been watching for a long time. For the last 24 months you've been watching us online. And perhaps you're here for the first time. You're ready to make K-Chapel your home. We want you to go with these on the left. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. If you will. New members are here. If you're ready to join K-Chapel. If you're ready to give your life to Christ. We want you to come right now. Come right now. Wherever you are. Come right now. Come right now, hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen, God bless you, Jesus saves. Amen, amen, God bless you. Again, we thank God for our first responders. I believe we do have lunch prepared for our first responders, amen. Now listen, that's for our first responders, y'all. I think I need to say that, amen. Amen. And don't be trying to find a uniform real quick and put one on. Amen. This is for our first responders. Amen. We're going to honor them with the lunch prepared. Those of you who will make sure you're leading them to the uh, to the gymnasium. God bless you and God keep you. is our prayer. We're standing for the benediction. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. We ask all of our chiefs if you will come. Let's take a picture together, all the chiefs of our first responders. Chiefs and, and amen and sheriff. God bless you.